Ashley. Hey, man, what's going on? I have created something truly extraordinary. Oh, shit, for real? What's that? It's called a podcast. Um, Vern, that has already been invented. Yeah, but our show, Cinema Recall, we're going to talk about movies. Oh, okay. You like box office blockbusters? Yeah. Foreign independent films? Gotcha. Musicals and animation? Yeah, lots of people do that. S-rated adult flicks? Ew, Vern, no. What makes Cinema Recall different from the rest? Well, we'll be offering great content with a wide variety of guests on both our podcast platforms and YouTube as well. Variety. Like, it covers many different genres of film? Exactly. We want to be the show for fans of cult features like Howard the Duck, to be friends with fans of big blockbusters like Spider-Man No Way Home. I still feel like so many other shows do that format. Yeah, but I have two very attractive and good-looking hosts. Fern, it won't matter if they're listening. Maybe they'll enjoy the banter we have with each other and special guests. We can even make a show that includes all lovers of cinema. From art house gems? And raunchy comedies. I like it. A show that celebrates all forms of entertainment. Cinema Recall is available everywhere you find great podcasts. What the hell was that? It's our voice promo guy. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram under Cinema Recall Podcast and on Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. Vern, can we afford to have a voiceover guy? We can't afford not to. He used to be a voice guy for movie trailers, but now he just follows me around and gives me movie trailer narration. That's really sad. What? Now nah, we're giving him purpose in life. He now has a reason to go on. <laughs> Check out past episodes at cinemarecall.net. Promise it's fun! I want a toast to Italy, of course, to the food, of course, and to love. To love. Salute. Dear Louise, Björn, and Agnes, how are you? We were just talking the other day how nice it was spending time with you this summer. We would love to invite you to come to visit us. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Ciao. This week on the podcast, we're discussing the horror classic, Speak No Evil. This is 2022 Speak No Evil about the Dutch couple and the Danish couple not, not about the hill folk in the mobile home park like what we thought when we first started watching it. and i was like which one of these is a dane and which one of these people is a swede then we realized we're watching the wrong effing movie although it they looked pretty no good accent. they had no <laughs> accent the god europeans when they learn a language god damn do they learn a language they learn it they learn it good uh, let me tell you go ahead those por favor that's called racism. Uh, That's let's Aaron's level of Spanish. I, I can only speak racist Spanish, apparently. So here you go. Speak no evil. There was a 2020 short, a 2014 short, a 2016 short, a 2013 feature length. Wait, uh, about the same thing, or just you're just naming things I'm with the same name from the last, you know, lifetime that were called Speak No Evil. Then. Like I said, feature length 2013. The movie we're discussing today, 2022's Speak No Evil. And there's another Speak No Evil coming out in 2024. And none of them are related. Uh, let me see. The 2024. Oh, yeah. is a remake. The 2024 of this? is a remake of this one. 
Yes. It's going to be like a, an American and a Canadian meeting each other in, uh, I don't know, uh, where could they be meeting? In Dublin, and it all goes haywire. No, it sounds like it's supposed to be two American couples. Mm. Yeah, although James McAvoy is playing one of them. But the other you two know, actors, I love James McAvoy. It's, it's it's Mackenzie Davis, James McAvoy, and Scoot McNary. Two Americans Come on, and people. one British. What are we people making these names up with their children? It, it's a thing. These are How did I have actors. such tradition? My children will never be famous because their names are too traditional. I should have called one Sock Monkey and Kicking the, kick the Ass. Kicking the Ass, gotcha. Your traditional middle names? Well, William has like a made up middle name, but it's a second. It's William Morgan McTad, which Mac means son of the amazing Don. There you go. Need I say more? But it's his second middle name. Of course, it is eccentric that my children both have two middle names. So it's like a double line on the social security card. You start crossing it over. Uh Glass houses. What's up with you? Other than crazy Bakersfield debacles. Dude, this fucking succession. I kept calling it secession. Secession's a different show, by the way. (laughs) This has nothing to do with the January 6th uprising. (laughs) This is the Murdoch family. And I watched six hours of it yesterday. I watched an hour of it this morning with my coffee I did the dishes and felt it was time to relax. So I watched yet another episode. So I am on the fourth season, but it is highly crackatastic. And that's a good thing. Crackatastic. And a good thing. It's one of those things where like it just rolls over, rolls over more, more, more. The acting is outstanding. How do you like it? How do you like it? (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, everybody, you know, and I love uh, Crazy Kieran. Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I he just want to. I just, by the way, did you know that? Who Who gives a shit about okay. that or his brother? Clearly all I can you. tell you is I'm obsessed with Kieran, and we need more Kieran all the time. Fair enough. Fair any enough. of the any of the the gut people. I mean. Everyone's fantastic in the show. So if you haven't watched it, if you're late to the game like me, I'm literally watching four seasons in a week. I'm just like, and I get Aren't like a, about 10, 30, There's only four seasons, so I'm watching the entire thing. Although when Game of Thrones, I came in at the fifth season and watched that all in one week. It's one of those things where you start drinking your coffee at six, and then it's like midnight because everything was like uh, just right. one more episode. Just yeah. Just just one more. They put when they Becky... put a drug for your eyes. Oh, Thank you, thing. HBO Max. It's fentanyl. Why isn't no one talking about this? Well, this is the TikTok of TV. It's the fentanyl of TV. When Becky and I first got married, we would go back and binge these older shows. Now, older like a couple of years earlier. Back then, you had to buy the set from Amazon. So I'd buy like season one of Lost or season one of 24. Right. You and were we like do- Amish because you wouldn't pay for any cable. You no, were we like UHF rabbit, rabbit ears and then you would just buy box sets. 
No, we, we had cable, but at the What's time- What's this Seinfeld I've been hearing so much about? Let's buy the box set. <laughs> <laughs> I want to reiterate, Aaron thinks I'm just here to set her up for her monologues. I just, here. You're not, I, I thought you are Jerry. You're Jerry and I'm all the rest. It, it's free association. <laughs> I throw out one word, Aaron goes on for 20 minutes. Interesting. Aaron, I can't help it. <laughs> give us your 30 second synopsis of Speak No Evil from 2022, please. This is what happens when you go on like a posh, Tuscan vacation. Don't get friendly with the freaks. Let this be a lesson. Every good murder abroad starts with making friends with fellow travelers. Okay. So when you get there, don't talk to the locals. Don't talk to other tourists. You'll be fine. Spend your money eating pasta and going to the Gucci store. You get 20% back with your VAT, you know, boom. And I'll say Rick Springfield said it best. Don't talk to strangers. Don't talk, don't talk to strangers. <laughs> Actually, the better name for this would have been not speak no evil. It's like, don't speak. I know what you're saying. It's more like that. Let me ask you this. Because it was called speak no evil. You, because you go into it, you have no idea why it's called Speak No Evil. Right. But because of that, you're kind of looking for reasons. And I'm I waiting. Think, for, yes. Where are the demons? Evil. It, it kind of spills the, in, in my mind, because you and I were watching this together for once, and we'd pause. I'd stop, you know, stop to make dinner or whatever. Uh, make a pee whistle. Exactly. We chit chat <laughs> about what, what's going on in the movie while we're watching it. And I almost think we kind of figured it out before the grand surprising twist at the end, just because we're like, why is it called speak no evil? Like that must, that's not just a random thing that that was chosen very specifically. So somebody, they don't want somebody to say something. So, well, they don't want anyone to say anything, but the, the, the don't speak really doesn't have to do with evil, but I guess it's how you perceive evil. I'm getting really, I, I'm really done with just regular people or evil. No. Evil is evil. Evil is is biblical. Not just because you're all fucked up and you're crazy. That doesn't make you evil. But didn't the title, I, I guess I'm not making myself clear. The title basically told us, because there's their son, the couple they meet. Has, Someone's going to say something fucked up. Right. And the son doesn't speak. Well, they, they didn't say the he doesn't speak. Right. They, they, they just said he's shy around new people. That's what they say at the beginning. The son is shy around new people, but then later, once they they're visiting them in in Holland or wherever, uh, then it's like, oh, actually, he has congenital osmosia or glosnia. I don't know what that. I, I kept trying somewhere. to Google that twelve different ways, and I could. First of all, I have no idea how to spell it. And whatever yes. I put in was popping up like Latin or Italian or something, yes. and. and did you figure it out? That yes. Well, they said he was at that point. They say it's a condition which means you're born without a tongue or with a very small tongue. Well, clearly. That, okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say at that point, I kind of knew this was some. I mean, they grabbed this kid at some point. We said that. We talked about that clearly, and we're just throwing out theories. I'm not Sherlock Holmes. I bet you. 
they grew, this kid is not their kid and they cut out his tongue so he couldn't tell anybody. That was my theory well, at the I time. Well, I am an Inspector Gadget. And quite frankly, at one point, the kid comes up, opens his yap, and I just thought there was a bug crawling out. But apparently you, that you was... Even... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I didn't even notice that it was his tongue was cut it was cut off and all scabbed up. I mean, we I We rewound assume... it. We, we had to rewind it because yes. I thought it was one of those African beetles, dung beetles crawling out. But you would think it wouldn't be black. Unless it just happened. It was just shadowy. I don't think it was black. I don't know. It, it looks scabby. It looks it was... like, like mouth scabby. You figure it would have healed it. No, I, I don't think it was. But what was happening, what we later, if you put two and two together, is the kid was trying to show them. They cut out my tongue. Because the kid like sneaks up behind him and just opens up his mouth to show. No tongue, jackass. Now, my question is, can he not write? Right. Right can you not write? How about this? I, and ah. I'm, I'm not making fun of, of, of people, but I'm just going to try to talk without using my tongue. So, hello, help me. People <laughs> have killed my parents, and yes. I need to get out of here. Yes. That's now. <laughs> he said something. I rolled my tongue and shoved it in the back of my throat. Okay? <laughs> something. Yeah, or write a f***ing note. Help me. Call but honestly, cops. Cops. we haven't even talked about it. One couple meets another couple on vacation. Boom. Well, no, and okay. hijinks ensue. Normally, I would say, tell me about your first time seeing this. Let me tell you. But we had never seen this before. We were on another podcast. I think it might have been the Horrors Returns. The Horror Returns podcast. Possible. Uh, well, we were talking about movies we'd seen recently, and I believe somebody mentioned Speak No Evil. And that's kind of how we knew we were watching the wrong one, because I remember them specifically saying it's about, I don't, they didn't want to spoil anything, but they said it's about a Dutch couple and a Danish couple. And of course, we're American. We're like, they're from the same country, right? Yeah. Same thing, right? It, it, Northern they- Europe is what we call it. Aren't they all Scandinavian? Isn't that the same thing? Could be, could be. And I, everyone and, like north of Germany, north of France. I don't right. know. That's called Northern Germany, as far as I know. Uh, no. <laughs> we call I, it. Okay. Shut your <laughs> For mouth, our international boy. listeners, we we know the difference. We're just being, we're funny. just being Americans. We're being Americans. So they they recommended it. They said, "Oh, it's dynamite." So the first, we started to watch one movie called Speak No Evil from 2014. And we watched five minutes. There's some demon crawling out of the ground. We're like, whoa, this sounds good. And then we noticed no accents. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, do they have trailer parks in in Europe too? I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the Tuscan vacation where you were in the the mobile home? By the way, I don't think they were in a trailer park. Now Erin sees trailer parks wherever she looks. As far as the no, in see. the wrong movie, it was a freaking trailer. <laughs> I think it was just was it a, a house. Yes, I think it was just oh a house. My God. Who knows? I think you're wrong. Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, so they recommended it. So we kind of alternate typically, like, oh, what movie do you want to do next, kind of thing. And Aaron wanted to do Speak No Evil. We're like, cool, let's do it. But none I'm of us really knew coming up. About I want to see something new. You know, most of the sure. stuff that we watch, one of us has already seen it. Yes. This was a new experience for both of us. Now, okay, hit me. How does how does this new movie start? What do you so, notice? 
Oh my God. Like the most awesome Tuscan va uh, vacation. They're at like one of those agro experience places with the, the big take agricultural. <laughs> with meth heads? Like, what makes it aggro is my question. Not that kind of aggro. Anyway, it's one of those farmhouse places where they're growing their own food. And then the last night they have like the long table and communal food and, and wine and cheese from the farm. It's just whatever you imagine Tuscany would be like. And they meet another couple and the men like hit it off. It's a bromance. Uh, the main dude's wife is like, these people are a little f and as well, usual, in all these movies, honey, you crazy. Honey, just relax. I, I should get $10 every time some dude in a movie says relax to his wife and then ends up getting hit in the head with an axe. He, okay. The, the <laughs> husband, the Danish husband, clearly something's going, he's having, he's troubled. Like, because there's scenes of him laying in bed with like, in a cold sweat, staring at the ceiling. Uh, something's going on. He's unfulfilled, even on his I, I'll tell you vacation. what it is. Please, it's it's 21st century pussy man pressure. Oh, I'm, I got a job I don't like. I got the pressure of taking care of my wife, and we have a child. I got pressure, pressure, pressure. Whereas this was just something people just did, man. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So he, uh, what am I going to do? The walls are closing and I have claustrophobia. Yes. Shut yes. the fuck up. He's dissatisfied with dom domesticity, if you will. I guess so, he's, so. He goes to the window, middle of the night, and there is Dutch homie kind of staring up at his window, looking at him in, in the dark at like... Like Homeo and Juliet. Homeo oh. and Julio. That doesn't, this seems inappropriate. Let me just say that. Aaron's personal homophobic views do not reflect the views. No, not that Homeo kind of and Julio. Julio. What do you think? No, I mean, Ooh. it's a romance. Oh my God. You're, you you're said so, Homeo. You're that a sex really? crime. <laughs> a crime itself. I anyway. like homie, not okay. homo. I don't know. Whatever oh my you say, God. You live hey. in Bakersfield. The pe anyway. people know. Uh, uh, I'm a Do safe they? space. Okay, People so know I'm say. a safe space. So um, immediately we know something's up now. Like the Dutch dude is some kind of stalker or something, but the Danish dude who's like, you know, clearly going through midlife crisis or whatever the situation is, he has these moments where it's clear the guy's like looking at him and he kind of likes it or he's not put off by it. There's some kind of something going on. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, I, I see you, dude. I see you. Like he went, his daughter left her stupid rabbit. So he went back and finally said, dude, you're a hero. Right. He's not a fucking hero. He went back to get his He's daughter's thing. And when yes. she loses it again, that's on her. Fuck it. To, if it's so important to you, little Susan, you should have kept a better eye on it. So... Weeks later, whatever, they're back in, in Copenhagen or wherever, and they get a postcard from this couple in in Holland. Wait a saying, minute. Hey, they're they're in Copenhagen? I just they're in some part of Denmark. I just threw Copenhagen. They're not Danish. Yeah. They're yes, Dutch. They are. The, I the thought creepy, they're from Holland. The creepy couple is from Holland. Okay. 
Did you see this movie? That's what I see. Now we're exposing that we are. Do you think it's funny Americans. that that everyone apparently hates Sweden? Right. They bond over their mutual hatred for Sweden because they said well, that you know the Danish and the Dutch were culturally were very similar. Not like those damn Swedes. Am I right? No. High five. Up, up high five. High. Well, I watched Eurovision and Sweden won again, and there was nothing but Swede bashing. Fin Finland was cutting ties because they came in because second. <laughs> cutting ties? What does that there mean? There was no. like a, they were like, "F you! We're burning everything down. We're, we're gonna refuse. To, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, refuse to learn Swedish. Screw you all. You <laughs> we're declaring us. war. On we're Sweden. declaring <laughs> war. Go so, Finland. So the Danish couple's back in Copenhagen. They receive the the postcard from the Dutch couple saying, "Hey." Come on out. You know, we can have you over for the weekend. It'll be great. And the wife, the Danish wife is like, uh, that's kind of weird. We barely know. Yeah. Them. We're not all the way to. She's like, excellent. on that. But of course, the Danish husband's like, now he's like, hmm, we should go visit them. <laughs> he's my bestie. He's going to teach me how to be a man. Yay. <laughs> so, but like you see that because they're like, in Denmark, having dinner with another couple, and he's like, spontaneous brings it up. Uh, yes, uh, we were invited to uh, see another couple in in uh, Holland, and uh, I think we should do it. And the wife's like, I don't know. It seems, well, I mean, is that a flight? No, it's an eight-hour drive oh, for the weekend. For the yeah, that's cool. An eight-hour drive in another country. In another country, and you got to take people to uh, geographically. A ferry is part of that. A you, it's ferry. like a four-hour ferry crossing. I don't know what that is. The, the North Sea. Who the hell knows geographically? They have to cross a sea to get to to Holland, to the Netherlands, wherever it is. Um, and the husband's like, "Let's do it. I'm, I'll start packing." Never trust a blonde with a mustache. When you start and getting that fairy mustache and beard, no, no. It's a thing. Don't listen to him. Unless no, it's no, no. a real I, Viking. Unless only then. If it's Eric the Red, <laughs> then you're in. If it's Eric the Red or Eric Northman from True Blood, Eric, Eric one the or the Blonde. other. Eric, uh, Eric the Ginger. Right. So anybody watch this movie at this point, I mean, Grant, it's a horror movie, you know, or it's some kind of psychological thriller. You know it's probably you're not waiting a good for thing. it. You're waiting for it. Adding to that, the soundtrack is hitting you over the head. No Fuck. matter what the soundtrack the set is amazing. And they're in Tuscany, like having glass of wine. And then it's like, brr, like it's the shining, like, like the <laughs> horns coming in. Brr, For the brr, entire brr. movie. Yes. It's like horns. It's like those horns made out of like a ram's horn. It is. Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. As they're just driving through the countryside. It's bad. So, you know, it's bad going in. There's no mystery. I wonder if I can buy the soundtrack. I'm sure you from the Eurovision. I'm gonna play it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please do. Um, so they go down there, and everything seems cool. But of course, the wife starts noticing things are a little off. A little off. She's a vegetarian, and they keep either the husband's arguing with her about it. So you're not really a vegetarian. You're you're a pescatarian. And why is eating fish better than eating beef? What do you think? Here, have some beef. Chew on this beef. Um, and while the husband's like, 
Oh, honey, it's okay. You can have a little beef. Honey, I've been a vegetarian for 15 years. That's okay. Try it. You don't want to be rude. Have some. So the husband, the Danish husband sucks is what we, we learn early Both husband often. sucks for different reasons. And by that the way, true. you can listen to the soundtrack on Spotify, YouTube, or Apple Music. Just make Pop sure that on when the kids are falling asleep. <laughs> exactly. Speak no evil 2022. Mm-hmm. So there's no confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the wife notices little things and kind of complains. And her husband is like, oh, hon, it's fine. What do you mean? Uh, you know, cultural differences, you know. Poo-pooing blah, blah, blah. all her feelings, her thoughts. Uh... Now, what's bonding this- with with his manly man? A man is th- clearly this dude had no father and doesn't have solid male friendship. So little alpha man comes in and says, You're like a hero. You're an amazing father. You're you're this, you're that. And right. he is just gonna fillet him right there. It, okay, it was he not. is it, it was a that kind true of bromance. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, so, <laughs> do you have an alpha man crush somewhere in your in your world? I'll, uh, I'm pretty much the alpha everywhere I go. Oh so Lord! Hard to, hard to, to figure that out. Everywhere they, they just fall in line. What can I say? It's my pheromones. Some some might say my musk. I do you? Have like secret meetings with handshakes, so so you're like the Tony Robbins of like Irvine. Oh no no People no! Come I mean, for masculine advice. We've talked about this before. I have no friends. Basically, <laughs> once you reach a certain age, people are like as a, a school teacher, every now and again, like, hey, we're going to happy hour. I'm like, I'm 47. I've got a wife and three kids. I live 40 minutes away. <laughs> well, that's the killer. 40 uh, minutes away. I'll, I'll see you at work tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, it's a sad, sad situation. I don't know if you know this, but there's like schools where you live. There are, but they aren't paying me at the moment. So uh, you go where they pay you. Uh, that being said, so I, I'm trying to think. It, the first real big, uh, you know, stop sign, warning flag, whatever, is when they go out to dinner, right? And uh, honestly, this this. F- who looks like a cross between Tim Curry and Javier Bardem uh, is just throwing up red flags. There's nothing, it, like the first three seconds, they're like, ah, and then you're like, uh, uh. Or maybe it's red- because I'm a woman and I sense the disturbance. You know what it is? He, we, the audience, see the, the weird, the weirdness before right. the wife sees it. Like the husband should be seeing it. He doesn't but- see it. It, it, he doesn't see it freaking at all right? until well, it's too late. He should see it because of the weird, like, we're making eye contact as I peer out the window at two o'clock in the morning. That's, that's a red flag to anybody else. Hey, guy. Hey, for, for hey new reason, friend. Right. <laughs> there's, some, there's something going on. Uh, but when they go out to dinner, that's when the guy's arguing with her about being a vegetarian, which is just kind of a dick move. Anyway. It's a total dick move. Why are you? You know that the fisheries are destroying our environment and blah, 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 blah. Absolutely. And then I'm, I'm going to go grind on my wife for now 20 minutes. Well, <laughs> so he orders a huge 
trough of various meats is what it looks like. Then they go in the corner and it's like Swayze and uh, Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing, where it's just grinding on each other and making out while the, the other Danish couple's like, I, we'll hold hands, I guess. Hey, hon, I'm holding your hand. Wife horrified. Husband's like strange. He's like, I don't He's mind it, so much. it on it. He's like trying to do that. He's like, come on, baby. Let's grind too. We're <laughs> all like ruffle. <laughs> when it's time to pay the bill. This was this is the great moment. The guy, because here's the thing. One couple we said is Dutch. They speak Dutch. One couple is uh, from Denmark, so they speak Danish. But the, the common language is English. So most of the movie is in English. They're talking to each other in English with accent, accent in English. Great English, by the way. Uh, but you got the sense that the, the Dutch guy was, was feigning like, like he, his English wasn't that great. So he's like, he just hands him the bill, hands the bill to the Danish guy. And the Danish guy's like, are, are we splitting this? He's like, yeah, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. He's like, wait a minute. So am I paying for this? Yeah, thanks. He's like, That's yeah, okay. thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks. thanks. After I ordered it. And and wouldn't tell him what he was ordering. It's it's slop global, you know. Stop lot. Wait, wait. It's pressed together and literally just jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. They're like, what the fuck are you order? Yeah, there's wouldn't so much food. Wouldn't tell him. And there's so much food after like like they you know those those um cold fish towers where it has the lobster yep. and the crab, except it's hunks of meat hanging everywhere. Also, there's no one else in the restaurant, but the bartender and them. Yes. And they would say, um, and what is this? Like, oh, you know, it's a traditional Dutch dish. Can you give me a little more than that? I mean, what are you telling me? You know, I have dietary it's requirements. Press the vegetables. What? It's, a, it's kind of a, uh, a mash. Of various <laughs> items from God knows where. I'm, I, I take whatever's in the back of the fridge. Just I put it, it in a Cuisinart yep. and I call it a croquette, which is Absolutely. a Dutch thing. And it looks like egg foo young deep fried balls. Absolutely. And, and then before they even go out to dinner, they think the Danish couple thinks they're bringing their daughter with them. And like, oh, no, 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 no. Kids are staying at home. We brought in a babysitter. Some dude. Does not look like a babysitter. No. Does not. Looks like a, a creepy fellow, to say the least. Uh, he's going to be babysitting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we use him all the time. It's like, really? This 55-year-old dude is, is doing the babysitting? Okay. Who doesn't speak any of their language. Doesn't right. speak the common tongue. Doesn't speak Dutch. Does, is, doesn't speak the Danish language. <laughs> I think he speaks Dutch, but he definitely doesn't speak Danish. No, he was speaking like some Middle East language. Well, his name was... Muhajahid, something like that. Something I'm not trying like to be that. racist. It was something like that. Um, so he's he's not Dutch either. But yeah, there's there's like all these little flags. We've talked about these movies before where people are they they get the warning, like their gut kind of goes, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. But politeness kind of stops yes. them from being like, uh, we're not doing that. People are so desperate to be polite. They will just put themselves and even their children in danger is what, what we discover in these movies. Uh, um, I mean, the, the wife, the, 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 the Danish wife was pretty on it, but even she was getting a little too passive. I'd be like, get the fuck with that. Let's right. get going. You want to stay? You can stay. Right. I'm out. 
Oh, and then that's the issue. It's like she saw it and occasionally she was like, hang on. But she never was like stomping her foot going, we're getting the hell out of here. That right. never, it never, she never smacked her husband upside the head saying, get your ass in the car. That I'll never happened. In the car right now, I'm going to leave your ass and push you off the right. ferry. She complained to him a couple times, but it was never it, it, like, no. we're going. No, it the Dutch that. husband was such a puss that even Danish when husband. he was trying, uh, the Danish husband was <laughs> such a puss that even when they've escaped and had to come back and get the rabbit, which that at that point ridiculous. you deserve whatever you get. Uh, is still looking to the wife to explain why they left. Right. Gives okay, a fuck. It didn't work out. I'm out. Off. I'm out. Don't well, sit there and have a 20 minute discussion of why you snuck out in the middle of the night because yeah. they're freaks. So the final straw. Okay. Meanwhile, you know, the Dutch couple's child with no tongue is constantly moaning in the background. Every oh. night. Oh, no, like, oh, don't worry oh. about that. Yeah, yeah, he'll stop eventually. It's part um, of his disease. Part the, of it, it's, it's just the, I've thing. been kidnapping and they cut out my tongue disease. That is a disease. So <laughs> they, the Danish couple comes back from the roadhouse, the dinner, and immediately, so she takes a shower and the Dutch dude, Patrick, I remember his name, Patrick rolls in there and is clearly brushing his teeth, taking a whiz while she's in the shower. And she's like, what the? No boundaries. Just it, everything he does is creepy. Strange. She goes in to the bedroom and for some reason, now she's like, I'm feeling kind of amorous myself. So they start getting it down, the Danish couple. And you hear their daughter going, mommy, daddy, let me in kind of thing. And they're just like, no, we started doing well, it. We started. We going to finish. We going to finish. And uh, mommy needs her quiet time. Be be out soon. I I mean I gotta be honest. You have one child in a house full of freaks. I, I think you gotta stop. It sucks, but you just I think you gotta call a timeout and say I guess we're gonna have to come back to this. It seems like this was a rare occasion, so it they didn't want to clear the deal. <laughs> no, I think, uh, exactly it was right. now or another six months. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it was. So after they finish, uh, mom, Danish hey, let's mom. Finish. What they, they finished four hours later, or yeah. did they finish 10 minutes later? You know, Come on. They, t 10 minutes. They finished about <laughs> three minutes later. She rolls over unsatisfied. Life the clock spins by. <laughs> exactly. That's what really happens. So she goes out to get her daughter. Daughter's not in her bed, her little, her little rolling mattress in the hallway or whatever. And she goes down the hall and their daughter is in bed with the creepy Dutch couple. And you see that the Dutch dude, Patrick's ass is fully out. So they're, the parents, the Dutch parents are naked in bed with their daughter. Now, it doesn't seem anything molesty occurred. It's not molesty. She's left in on the side with the mom. But yes. you do see this big fucking hairy ass hanging yes. out. It, it's going to make you uncomfortable. Absolutely. And that's that's the last straw. Mom grabs the daughter, pulls her husband by the hair, and says, we're getting the hell out of here right now. They pack up. They bounce. They drive for seemingly hours. Now daylight outside. And the little girl goes, oh, I lost my bunny. She's eight years old. Time to cut Lost the cord. And the mom, to her credit, is like, too bad. Too, we, too we bad. Out. Too bad. 
We're not going back for that, which is the right reaction. Smash cut, husband turning the car around. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be assaulting him. No, I mean, no. Honestly, this is, first of all, the uncomfortable conversation you have to have with your daughter about her missing bunny is far pre- preferable to the uncomfortable conversation you have to have with the freaks as to like, well, let me explain why we snuck out in the middle of the night. That your, your antics were so upsetting, we were going to sneak out and not say goodbye. Okay? I, I, I lost sympathy for them. These are the most passive f***ing people I've ever met in my life. And the end just proves how f***ing passive they are. Well, yes. I mean, it does. It absolutely does. So, so I don't once they go- turned around with the rabbit, they could bring out Freddy Krueger, the Texas Chainsaw that Massacre. It. It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. Once you prove you don't have, like, critical thinking, then you just got to go. So the husband goes in obsessively to get the bunny. And then two seconds later, the daughter's like, oh, here's the bunny. It was under the seat the whole time. I, I, that child... I might have had to restrain myself. There might have Absolutely. been a too. <laughs> and I, if I was the wife, I literally just texted. He's really gone. <laughs> I would have just texted the husband, "Bunny's here, Mambo out. Let's we're out of here. I'm gonna keep the engine running. I ain't going I, I back. I'm turning the, the car around. You got three minutes, and I'm out. Bunny or no bunny, we out in three. Yes. But of course, she goes in. The husband's saying, "Well, the reason why we snuck out is because the bed was kind of small." You know, we're used to big Danish uh, beds. And, you know, we didn't really like that the daughter was sleeping on a little roll in the kid's room. Kind of trying to be, it, it was really the accommodations. That's You're why we breaking up. It really, yes. in the end, it doesn't matter. You're that, breaking up. You're never going to see these They don't need again. to hear. Your breath stink in the morning. You, you don't put away your clothes. You fart in your sleep. No, it doesn't matter. It you ain't working say, out. You can say whatever you want as you're walking to the door. If you want to be, if you want to be polite and be like, you know what, I got a call, I got to get back to the office, deuces. That's all you got to say. You know, I would have taken my fingernails and put it right underneath that soft, fleshy part of my husband's arm by his armpit and dragged him down the stairs. They would have been eagle talons atop to the softness as I yank him down the stairs. You want to stay and visit? That's fine. See you home. Get the The, Uber. The wife. Is like I'm spilling all the beans. A, She's like you're you a was a vegetarian and you kept forcing food down <laughs> meat in my mouth. Basically, uh, you had, and that's bad. The worst is you were naked in bed with my child. I mean, that's kind of that's a big 100%. red flag. Even even in Amsterdam, that don't fly. Okay, not to mention the part they didn't even notice that old creepo husband's peeking through the glass, watching Pe- them having sex. A lot of peeking. <laughs> A lot of peeking, but the, but of course the Danish husband noticed Patrick peeking and looking at him. Hi, he <laughs> didn't have for you. Hi. This is for you, Damien. <laughs> it was all for you. All for you. Uh, <laughs> and the wife gets kind of pissed off. Uh, the Dutch wife, she's like, "Oh, it, we had no idea. If only you told us that you were a vegetarian, we would have behaved you mean differently." Besides the hundred times, so this is what I mean. You're talking about it, and then. After they talk, like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're not wealthy. Right. We can't give you the uh, luxurious accommodation. And they decide to stay a f- another night. Yeah, all sorts of things planned for today. So they stay. <laughs> they cut the her like doing <laughs> Danish wife doing like yard work. She's like raking leaves. Is this the fun thing that we yeah. were going to do? Yeah, thanks. Good time. We're going to clean like the gutter. 
tears, and then the septic tank is overflowing. <laughs> it's overflowing. Traditional Dutch uh, chores. Absolutely, <laughs> no question. Um, and we did it all with wooden shoes. Well, no. Then the wife, and then the, they're cooking dinner, and the wife cuts her finger, and uh, her husband right. says, "Well, I'm glad there's a doctor in the house." A doctor? What do you mean? You told me you were a doctor. Oh, sometimes I lie. <laughs> I I don't work, and I've never worked. I don't like jobs. We don't believe in it. <laughs> it was just like, what? You got to go. I mean, honestly, it's like, I've been to people's houses where I didn't know them that well, and they start saying things. And I'm not even talking about being weird psychopath serial killers, but just being a little weird. And I'm like, mm, you get the feeling. Not a good, not a good match. Not a good match. Yeah. I'm gonna not say my match. kind goodbyes and hit the road. We talked about the moment the wife, the Danish wife, spilled the beans about how uncomfortable you're making us. You cannot stay another night. No, that's it. You can't. That is it. You don't come back from that. That's it. That's ball game. That's ball game. But of course, they're like, eh, whatever. No, you gotta leave. You gotta bounce at that point. No, like I said, you're on a date. It's a first date. Uh, you get up and say, dude, this isn't working out. You give me the creeps. You don't and have maybe, to say all that. <laughs> you may be a rapist, but he's like, but I got tickets to go see ABBA, the reincarnation. Right. So you go like, oh, okay. Yes, no. exactly. You don't, you don't <laughs> do that. You don't, you don't say you're giving me the ick. But let's go to Color Me Mine and we can paint pottery for the next two hours. You exactly. don't do that. You don't no. do that. It's, it would be bad. Now, Introduce you to my mother after that. <laughs> exactly. Let me give you my social security number. The, the two dudes go for a drive where there's a bizarre cathartic moment where the Danish husband spills his guts to Patrick, the Dutch guy. Oh, life is too suffocating. And he's like crying. I'm tired of smiling so much. I want to stop smiling. And they do like bizarre primal scream therapy at the quarry, mm -hmm. which is very cathartic. Oh, I've never felt better. Oh, it's, it's, I'm so glad we came here. Let's hug. Mm -hmm. Good time. Let's have sex with each other now. You wonder if that's where it was going at one point, right? I mean, you had to think because of the weird, like, I'm having sex with my wife. I'm spending time with my family. And here's creepy Joe peeking at me through the window. And I'm making eye contact. And I'm like, hmm, how about a weekend with him? I don't think it was a, I don't think it's gay. I, I just think it's it wasn't, one of these. But I it, thought it's it was. Men, it's like, it's Fight Club. It's, it's men who don't know how to be men. Yeah. I think that there's definitely a role of that in this. If only um, there was a meatloaf uh, cameo. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and I would do anything for love. As long anyway. as he doesn't have those giant boobs from Fight Club. But it's like throughout this, and I think the husband, Patrick, was doing it more. He would kind of throw out these obviously uncomfortable things to the group. He'd do un obviously uncomfortable things. And in retrospect... It was like, I think on some level, he was like, I'm pushing it. I'm going to push it and see mm -hmm. if this couple just lets me do it. Right. You know? How yes, weird can I go and what yes. will they take? And right. according to this, that, that husband will take anything. 
He'll take he'll take it and ask for seconds. At yeah. the end, towards the end, the kids are doing a little dance routine. <laughs> this was a very uncomfortable scene. Doing oh, this is very upsetting. For fun, as you know, if you're having a dinner party, the kids will come running up and be like, let me do my little whatever. Trust um, me, my whole family did that over and over absolutely. and over and over. My kids used to do it too. Um, but but of course, because they're kids, it's not nearly synchronized enough. So Patrick is constantly like, no, 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 wrong. Do it again, do it again. Throwing the, the, the mug that they gave him, smashing it on the ground. Like it's most like they're trying out for Star Search or something. That's a dated reference. Um, so, oh, abusive, just abusive. abusive. The kid's crying. He's grabbing him, shaking him, screaming at him. And so the daughter is like, "Mommy, I don't want to do this anymore." And kind of climbs into the mom's like, "Oh, she's she's appalled." But of course, her husband, the Danish husband's like, "Well, you know, maybe we'll do it one more time. One more time, honey. That'll be fun. One more time." But eventually he even says, how could you, you know, blah, blah. He yells at the guy ever so briefly. But that is not even the last straw. No! That's not even the last straw. The wife is all, how dare you judge us on our parenting? The the wife only exists to do, she has a sour puss, no sense of humor. She exists only to back up the crazy husband. Well, Nothing he could do looks shocking to her. Right. So eventually they're getting they're making dinner and the Dutch mom starts ordering around the Danish daughter. Hey, Agnes, would you would you set the table? No, 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 no. That's not how we set the table. You know, like parenting her. And mm-hmm. eventually the, the Danish mom's yelling at her like, stop parenting my child. What are you doing? Stop. Um. But then, of course, there's the grand reveal. Do you want to hit us with the grand reveal at the end? The grand reveal is the husband is out looking for his freaky friend, who's who's clearly just a psychopath, uh, sees lights on in an outbuilding on the property, goes in there. There's a thousand cameras, a thousand suitcases. He goes upstairs, and on the ceiling are a thousand vacation photos with the couple, with another couple. And that couple's children becomes their child in the next set right. of pictures. Right. But the like child that hundreds they have has of a them. sad face. And then it's, it's a rotation, right? Next picture. Suddenly the, the friend couple is child is now their child. And now that child has the sad face, but their and child just, is always sad. Yes. Their child always has the sad face and it's clear watching it. This was like breadcrumbs. Like Patrick, the evil Dutch dude, wanted uh, the guy, Bjorn, was that his name? Wanted Bjorn Bjorn. to follow the the trail to find this. He wanted just for extra terror. Just for a terror. Well, because and that's the the literally what he they could have done was invite this couple, kill them, moment they arrive, and steal their child. 100%. 100%. But they like the games. They like the games. And I don't know what the gun control laws are in, in the Netherlands, but they do this stuff. You never see a gun. You never, never see a, a gun. You know, never you see- a gun. No, you see no weapons. The end is the most confusing thing of all. I was like, what the fuck? Right. So, and they he wanders into the indoor pool and there is 
the former child of Patrick and his wife floating face down. The kid with no tongue is now drowned in the pool. So, and what I'm realizing watching this is that clearly they only keep this child until the next vacation. Like yeah, it's, it's all about the game. It's, it's all it's about. They only keep them for one vacation and then they rotate. I don't Take know how they bankroll their lives since they don't work. How they keep flying to Tuscany to stay at this beautiful place. Why don't the people at the, at the hotel notice that they have a different child every time they come? Because at the end, they're going back to back to Tuscany. Same place to get the next group. Yeah. So the husband now, oh, damn. Now oh, I now, realize. Oh, yes, my wife is right. She got a better radar. I'm a dum-dum. Right. So he grabs his wife, grabs the child. They drive away. She's happy to leave because she didn't like them anyway. But this was the shocking thing. He never tells his wife what he's discovered. Doesn't tell them. So they get out to the car. The car is on empty. It's closed. So yes. There's a little bit of it gas. It not be much. Crazy Patrick had to have drained the gas. Seems like this it. is all a game. This is all, all sport. a game. They're driving, driving, driving. And of course, it seems like he's getting lost because he established, well, with the GPS, you know, I can't even read a map. It's hard to find places. It seemed like there was one road. One road. But the thing is, is that he was he was so wimpy that if he ever saw t like lights coming up, headlights coming, he's like pulling over to side roads and like, oh, my God, I, I got to hide. And of course, he like runs into a ditch. Now the car is stuck. <sighs> stuck. And he's like. Honey, you wait here. This with the is why he's laying in bed crying because he like he's a puss. He's horrible. He is the worst husband in the world. He tells them to wait. Don't leave the car. I'm gonna go look for help. He wanders around, doesn't find help, comes back, car's empty. Because of course it is. Of course it is. Because of course it is. And then the headlights come up, and there's Patrick. There's Patrick's wife. There's the daughter. There's uh, Bjorn's wife. Because, of course, Bjorn's wife called for Patrick for help. Hey, yeah, we're stuck in the mud. <laughs> of course. Never yes. trust a man named Bjorn. Look it's, what it's happened with Abba. It's a yeah, rule. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and he's like, in tears, please don't hurt my family. Then you better do everything I say. And he says, yeah, okay. Just I'll shut the it. up and get in the car. Gets in the car. Patrick pulls over. I'm going beat by beat. He pulls over. Patrick gets out to take a whiz, leaves the keys in the car. And you see Bjorn staring at the car keys going, too wimpy to do it. It's just another challenge for him yes. that he has to fail. Yes, that's exactly right. What it's do you like have to lose? He knows what's going to happen. He, he knows what's going to happen if he doesn't react. And he still doesn't react. Still doesn't do it. Well, we talked about it. It's, it seems like it's so obvious it must be a trap. Who it gives a shit? A if, if the end is you're yes. going to die. Right. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose, man? They tell you, jump out of the fucking... When the, the man in the van gets you, jump out of the van. If he got a gun with a knife, jump out of the van. If he shoots you, you out of the van. If he takes you back to the torture thing, you could be there forever uh, while he skins you like a chicken. Who knows? Absolutely. Do exactly. it. What do you got to lose? Don't get in the van with the scary person who's trying to take you somewhere else to do something worse. Yeah. Nah. What I want to do to you, I can't do to you right here. So you need to get in the van so I can really 
Like, so yeah. we can really, you know, I, I got all my good tools at home. So, and then they're driving, obviously not back to the place. Obviously. And the wife's like, what the hell? This isn't the way. What are we doing? What's going on? Husband still doesn't say anything. They <sighs> pull over and then the van shows up and that's where the quote unquote babysitter arrives. Puts Danish mom in a headlock. Okay. Patrick and his wife grab the daughter, pull out scissors. And Bjorn's sitting there. He does a little token resistance. Patrick throws him a couple shots. And he's like, okay, now I'm done. I'm complying. Do what you're going to do. Do what you're going oh, yeah. to do. They cut out her tongue with like the tools the wife was using in the garden. Like tiny yes. scissors. It, it, like, was, it was nasty. It was meaty. Clip. And they show you. They show so, you bloody tongue. Up close and personal. The babysitter grabs the daughter, drives off. Uh... They release the couple or they let go of the couple and they keep driving. And the, now the couple's just shell shocked. Shell shocked. They drive back to the quarry where they did the. They is beat dogs. They is beat They're dogs. They beat dogs. Say, so get out of the car. They get out. Again, we see no weapons. Right. No, no weapons. weapons of any kind. Take off all your clothes. Okay. They do it. Strip naked. Go walk, down, walk, walk down, down to, the to the bottom of the pit. They do it. Okay. They do it. And then we're wait I'm waiting for a gunshot. Because this is a in America, there'd be a gunshot coming. No gunshot. Guns be waving all around, Absolutely. knives up your nose, a gun in your ass. It, it'd be it's something. They and then we get to watch them slowly get stoned to death as the Dude. As Patrick and his Dutch wife throw rocks at them over and over and over again. They're so passive. You have there were equal matches. Well, at least the women were equal matches. Bjorn would have just curled up in a ball and cried anyway. Well, and here's the other thing. There were two they big piles of with them. There are two rock, rock piles right next to them. So if we're going to have a rock fight, I could be throwing rocks back right back at you. They just they stand don't. there and allow themselves. They didn't even walk away, like, out of the distance. I'd be doing, you know, you could dodge or something. Ooh, These are just ooh, somebody throwing some a rock Super at you. Mario action. No, they yeah. just laid there until they were knocked unconscious. Boom. Just yeah. giant rock, and it was gruesome. Just it went on every time the it went on. Every time the rock would would, would hit, leave like a big chunk of meat out of them. Oh, Boom. it was gruesome. Boom. Yeah, but so they were like, just fun. They just had given up. They just you might as well just laid there it. and let just run over me a couple of times. I'll just lay here it. by your tire. It's crazy. It's cra it's one of those things where it's like. Clearly, Pat. You got a daughter out loose, got her tongue cut off. You think you can't you fight doing? for that? Go find Do her. Do something. Dude, well, that's the thing, though. It's clearly they're chosen. They were like Patrick's, like a predator, who chose yeah. this dude specifically. He knew yeah. that this was somebody. He's not going to fight for anything, right? And he says, "Why are you doing this?" And Patrick says, "Because you let me." Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. You doomed Boom, your whole family. You let me in. You let me in. Credits roll. <laughs> credits You're roll. Like, oh. Boom. It's not the feel-good movie of the summer. Let me it tell you that. It is not. You're not going to name a child Patrick or Bjorn. Well, I mean, and I, I was talking about this. in. Uh, I, they're doing an American remake, and I wonder if they changed the ending of the American oh. remake. So now it's kind of like a John Wick taken situation <laughs> where the daughter- There's going to be a lot more car chases, I'm guessing. Where James McAvoy, you know, pulls a gun out somewhere and just, you know, he's chasing. Now there's a hole in Taken. 
<laughs> Liam Neeson's daughter gets kidnapped by white slavers and sold into sex slavery. And he's like, I'm just going to handle it. I'm going to handle it myself. He doesn't take off his clothes and lay down in the rock quarry. Just run so, me over. Kill me. That was it. Yeah. Keep my daughter and, and, and take her to Tuscany. Yeah. No. Well, ah. That's what, we so we need dead. to go see it if it ever gets released so we can complain how they ruined it. Because this well, is a pretty good movie. It, this is an excellent film. but Because it's really, it's entirely bloodless for the, in, like, uh, up until the last five minutes or something. Yeah. Basically. Entirely bloodless. It's more of like kind of, it's like mood. It's like, ooh, something, something's not yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it is. And then the reveal, and you're like, whoa. And it's the ending is very upsetting. It really is. Because in is. these kind of things, you kind of like we're doing, you put yourself in the position of those characters. What are you like, going to do? What are you going to do? I'm not going to just take off my club. No. <laughs> How about that? He gets punched three times. And that was it. And that was it. He's like, I'm that was it. This is your daughter. If you fight them, if you fight the husband, then there's no, there's no cutting. The wife had, you know, she was in a headlock by the babysitter. So she can't. And she was putting up more of a fight than he was. And and what do you think hurts worse? Uh, Getting stoned to death or getting punched again by Patrick? How about try punching him back? Hit him over the rock. Oh, fucking Bjorn. Bjorn. If I ever see that actor, I'm going to throw a rock at him. Throw a rock at him. Let him know it's inappropriate. <laughs> no, I, I spoke to you about this. There was a movie called The Vanishing. And I think it was like the Scandinavian film first. Yeah. But they remade it in the United States with Kiefer Sutherland and Jeff Bridges. I think I it. saw that back in, back in the blockbuster days. I, I think, think I saw 90s. it. Or at least I heard of it. Early 90s. And it's basically like Sandra Bullock gets kidnapped at the beginning of the movie. Okay. And Kiefer Sutherland's the boyfriend. And he flips out. Basically, he can't. He doesn't because he doesn't know that she was kidnapped. He just knows that she went in for a pack of smokes and never came back. Right. Kind of thing. So he's been putting up flyers for ten years. Oh, have you seen her? Blah blah blah. blah. He's he's obsessed. Jeff Bridges, who was the kidnapper, shows up to him one day and just like, I'm the one who did it. I'm the one you're looking for. But if you want to know what happened, you're gonna have to experience the same thing. Essentially, I'm gonna put you. I don't through need the to same know what happened. So what are you going to do? I don't need to know. Tell me how you tortured my loved one. I want to know all the details. No. And he says, you have to drink this coffee, which is drugged, and then you will, you'll know what happened. And he gives it, he gives him the cup of coffee and Kiefer Sutherland, so obsessed, he drinks it. And then he wakes up buried alive. He's in a coffin, wakes up. Oh my God. In the original Scandinavian version, it might've been Norwegian, might've been Swedish. That's the end of the movie. He wakes up in the coffin, credits roll. Dead meat. Perfect. Hope it was worth it. Perfect. American version, his new girlfriend, Nancy Travis, arrives at the 11th hour, digs him out of the ground. I think they, they punch- See, that's how they're going to ruin the, the remake of this. Because at that's the 11th hour, like the helicopter will fly by. <laughs> there just happens to be a helicopter flying by. Exactly. I'm just saying, we'll see Smoking if they- the bandit, arrive in time. It's called the Hollywood ending. That's what they uh, do. Well, it's how they they ruin promising the young woman. How like they all is exposed at the end. It should have just ended with her death. Dark, yes, but it's a dark story. It's very dark. I and I liked I like promising young woman. 
I'm not going to complain a about film. a Hollywood I, ending. It's just it's just interesting to see the the differences culturally. They need to have the European cut, which is the real version, and then the the f- up American version where everybody gets a daisy. Maybe they what they do is they do the the normal downcast ending, credits roll, and then there's like a stinger at the end for anybody who wants it. You can if you're if you want the down ending, you can just leave the theater at that point. If you want right. the Hollywood ending, it'll be at the end of the credits. Hey, go. we're fine. The ruined version. <laughs> the, the you ruined know version. that's what's going to happen. You and McGregor, who I assume is going to be, why is he in is this? He, oh, who? Do, oh, James McAvoy. Is he going to be Bjorn or uh, Patrick? I don't know. That's a good question. Who's to say? Is so. he passive or is he insane? He's probably the Danish guy, just by virtue of the fact he's a bigger star. So you think it would be like from his point of view initially. Mm. So there you go. Shall we talk about behind the scenes? Lay it on me, brother. Uh, Writer-director Christian Tafdrup got the idea for the movie from his own experience while on holiday in Tuscany, where his family met a friendly but somewhat socially awkward couple from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So they, he killed them. Is that what happened? Got, well, <laughs> the two families spent a lot of time together, and when they were home again, they got an invitation from the Dutch family to stay over in the Netherlands. They briefly considered the offer, but decided not to take it since they thought it would be odd to stay with people they didn't really know. Strange. So that danger. whole thing, that's the seed from where this story grew. Yeah, and he says, I see it. He says, this movie's no more than a dark fantasy and that the Dutch couple from his own holiday are undoubtedly fine people. So there you go. <laughs> as, as far Just as we know. Case. That's right. Uh, well, see. you don't think I didn't think about, ho- when I stayed in hostels last summer, you don't think I didn't think about the movie Hostel <laughs> the whole time Absolutely. I was there. <laughs> Based on a true story. Based on a true story of Aaron's adventures. Um, the in Dutch- Sweden. that's what will happen the dutch couple patrick and karen are married in real life so there you go good times uh there isn't i mean that's that's interesting they did seem compatible like i said uh, compatible well considering they were basically going for it on the dance floor i hope they're Mm -hmm. feeling compatible shall we talk about the cast and crew there's gonna be a lot of uh european with umlauts and other interesting accents and too many vowels. Uh, let's see. Christian Taftrup. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. Uh, he's known as the director. Christian, go ahead and write to us if you're offended. Please. He uh, directed Speak No Evil. Uh, he was a director in Anne Forrell-Kelsa. You know it, don't ah. you? And he played James in A Horrible Woman in, in 2017. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and in Parents, 2016, he played Ihendo Megler. I'm going to okay. mess up these. I'm just telling you, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just going to butcher these names. So just, just prepare yourself. Uh, so they're going to throw a rock at you. They might. <laughs> and they'd be right to do so. Uh, Morton Burian played Bjorn. You know him. From such things as Speak No Evil, he was in Deadline, Loving Adults, Sons of Denmark. You know him, don't you? Sounds like Sons of Anarchy, but sons Danish style. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Sinsel, um, CM Coke played Louisa, who is the Danish wife. 
You know her from such things as Speak No Evil. She was in four episodes of Doggy Style. I don't want to know what that is. She was in in two episodes of Frederick the Ninth. And she played Anita in Steppelvin. You know it, don't you? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Fedya Van Hewitt played Patrick. You know him from such things as uh, Character, Speak No Evil, Overspell, and Amnesia. 32 episodes of Overspell, by the way. So okay. check that out. Popular I'm Dutch, sure our, uh, our parents series. were into like weird Scandinavian uh, television procedurals, police That's procedurals. Cool. I'm sure dad will be like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Oingen Boingen. <laughs> Oingen Boingen. They're all the Swedish chef to me. Or Eric Northman. Karina Smulders played Karen, the Dutch wife. You know her. She was in uh, 10 episodes of Women of the Night. She was in Bride Flight. She was in 20 episodes of The Neighbors. And she played Ava in Wolfsbergen. That seems vaguely Nazi. Who's to say? Could be. <laughs> Shall we talk about the rating? Lay it on me. Speak No Evil 2022 currently has 85%. I think that's Rotten about Tomatoes. right. I think do, that's fair. Do you know what the audience gave it? Uh, 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 72. 56%. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Not enough. Uh, well, you had a lot of hairy ass. Not so much. Oh no, you had full frontal nudity both ways. You did. Everyone. At the end, at the end, there was full full frontal. Um, honestly, I mean, again, if you're an American audience, going, I want an American Hollywood ending. You're not going to get that. It's dark so ending, but yep. but it was interesting. It kept it kept us going. Absolutely. But it's psychological because you're like, these guys are weird. Something's weird. What's wrong with this person? What's wrong with that person? Nick Shager of the Daily Beast says, a thriller that depicts the path to hell as paved with minor transgressions. Ooh. That's a good one. A.A. Dowd from Digital Trends says, this is more than a good horror movie. It's a wickedly inspired and brutally effective one. Yeah. There you go. Now, on the other side, Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting says, Tafdrup's crafts a grueling voyage determined to frustrate and antagonize right up until it finally reveals its cynical, empty underbelly. Two out of five. Uh, but listen to the name. I think they're only uh, reviewing Eli... Uh, Eli Roth. <laughs> Eli Roth films. It's, yes, it's the Hostile <laughs> Weekly. There's no, uh, no blood, uh, no severed limbs. Thumbs down. What is your rating, Aaron? I'm going to give it four warnings about anyone named Bjorn out of five. Nothing in your ass. <laughs> that was, I mean, I, I definitely gave it four out of five stompots, which is a Stone popular... For everyone, proud of Strumpots for everyone. For everybody. Um, I I thought it was very effective. I thought the acting was dynamite. I thought it built it built that tension. Now you could argue, and I felt like 
you go in knowing something bad's going to happen. So when the reveal occurs, I felt it wasn't as shocking as maybe it was supposed to be. You know what well, I mean? Well, if you start off with the tiles, speak no evil, right. you know something's up. Versus on a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> on a sunny day, that would have fooled me. Absolutely. Like it's- midsummer. Midsummer. Does that sound nice? <laughs> Until I start throwing the old people off the off the cliff. I mean, it, vacation. Maybe call it vacation. Vacations all ever. <laughs> and, and then have like kind of you know nice sounding calming music throughout until the reveal. Because oh, yeah. when the when soundtrack the music is, is dialed off up to the 11, Oh yeah, <laughs> it's dialed up to eleven the entire time. So of course you're like, okay, I know something bad's happening. I know this dude's bad. I know something's going on. I know that kid does not have a congenital tongue thing. I know something's going down. So. From that point, you could argue it was going to be a little bit uh, easy to predict. Let's just the, say. the soundtrack is, uh, while fantastic, was oppressive. It yes. just knocked you down and hung over you the whole time. You were just waiting. You were waiting for waiting all for the, the bad things that you knew were coming. Absolutely. To come. So, I, I mean, that's the thing. I, maybe it's just if you walk in knowing nothing about this movie, not even the genre, then maybe you'd be kind of surprised. Maybe, I don't know. I, again, that being said, I still thought it was very effective. Um, and I, I liked the premise. But again, you could argue, and maybe that's what I'm doing, that it's it could be a little predictable where it ends up. Well, Four you knew, I, I, I don't think you would have pre- totally predicted that end, but you would predict that something bad gonna happen. Something bad. Something bad. Well, yeah, for for show, for show. So thank you very much. Go to our pages on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We do stuff on YouTube every week. For goodness sake. Every week. Every Every week. Every week. So do you want to watch us or do you want to listen? You decide. We're like that Dutch couple. I don't know what you that can't means. Make, we'll, we'll just lay here until you throw rocks at us. How about that? <laughs> That's the Danish couple. Good oh. Lord. Anyway, <laughs> that being said, good Lord. Email <laughs> us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So rate, review, share, do all that good stuff. Do it. Do it for goodness sake. And of course, our, check out our WTF uh, reels across all. On the media. Ticker Talker and yes. everywhere else. It's good stuff. Twice a week. Aaron, what's your social media stuff? What's going on? I have much media. I am on the Insta. I am the Cult of Aaron. Join the Colts. I am also Don't Feed the Pigeons. I'll be doing a reprinting of my world famous pigeon zine soon. Uh, along with a, a new zine about where I just drag my mannequin across the desert, and take pictures of it, and then put my rambling thoughts down. Okay. Uh, I am also, uh, you can buy my beautiful photography on Artsy and First Dibs, Aaron Doherty, Instant Dreams Gallery. Boom. Dynamite. Next week, we are doing the Donald Sutherland, Julie Christie classic, Don't Look Now. Uh, It's kind of a, uh, you know, a vacation journal where you can see the lovely Venice 
So we went from a little view of Tuscany in this one and a lot of the woods of uh, Holland. Now we're seeing a lot of Venice. There we go. You can watch it for free on Canopy if you have a library card. Or no. you can watch it. Not all a, libraries use Canopy. No, I don't. I, what do I use? I don't use Canopy. I use something else. Hoopla. Hoopla. My library not, uses Hoopla. Not on Hoopla. But you can watch it with ads on Pluto TV. So good. Just the way. Fucking Pluto TV. Just the, just way, the way it was intended. It, where it's just Absolutely. the same ad over and over and over until you're certain you'll never buy this product because it's been rammed down your throat for 90 minutes. For forever. So for forever. Send in your favorite scenes, favorite quotes, comments, and questions, and we may talk about it on the show. Good times all right. ad by all. So thank you very much. And be well. Bye, kids. Stay off the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>